go. We're rolling. This is episode 447 of No Laugh Track Podcast. My name is Justin Severson. I'm the lucky guy, thankful guy who gets to host this each and every week. And as I say, every time I get to meet someone new, it's even extra exciting. And the someone I'm meeting today is Joe Mackey. He's sitting right across from me, holding a microphone. He's got a diet soda. Thank you. I'm all ready to go. Number and, 447. Yes. But this is going to be number one. Hey-o! Uh, on quality of show. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. A- absolutely. I had, to, I had to struggle through 446 of these to get to you, Joe. With, 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 what comedians did you have before? Uh, um, Sam Morrill? That guy sucks. Mm-hmm. That guy has no talent. He's a hack. Yep. Uh, Bobby Kelly. Heard of him? Bobby Kelly. What a loser. <laughs> uh, Joe List. Joe List? Oh, man. He's got no future in comedy. You <laughs> might as well give it up. Have you heard of this guy named Mark Norman? He's been on two times. Mark Norman? Two times? Wow. Two-time loser. <laughs> Perfect. And now that we have that out of the way, it's great to meet you finally. I uh, I think I, my story with you, Joe Mack, he's probably like a lot of people. The first time I ever saw... The first time you came into my life was on TV on Last Comic Standing. Yeah, that was the first time uh, uh, most people uh, that saw me saw me because uh, I did Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, but like even in 2012, nobody was watching. You know, it's it's one thirty in the morning. You did Fallon going, before you did Last Comic. Yeah, no kidding. yeah. It was like one, you know, it's one twenty in the morning, right? On a weeknight, and uh, people people are in bed or you know. That would have been Fallon, like, like oh, late night, as you said. Yeah, that was late night. Show. That was late, when he was late. doing Conan's show. Yeah, uh, right, right, right. So, uh, I, you know, I got a few fans. It was a nice credit to have to try to get work. But as far as, as like, being able to tour off of it, you just can't. That that world's gone. That's, like, from the 80s when you could. Yeah. When com- that helped you. Oh, my goodness. Com- com- absolutely. Completely. So we're here in Minneapolis at Acme. Before yesterday, I don't know. Have you have you been here before? Yeah. I've opened for Louis C.K. in Minneapolis twice. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I did a Last Comic Standing tour show here, and I worked uh, in the house of the house of the club in the Mall of America. Mall of America yeah, club, it's, yeah. Uh, which is not really Minneapolis proper, is Correct. it? Correct. Uh, very What's very the name good of the town? Because it's like, you, I didn't know that. Bloomington. Then, Bloomington, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big mall. Yes. yes. Did you did you uh, did you do a little touring? Did you did you fill your time, waste your time, spend some time walking yeah. around the mall when you're out there? Call me old fashioned, but I love a big mall. I was just in Albany, and they've got a big mall. I was in Syracuse over Thanksgiving. They've got a big mall, and malls are awesome when they have stuff to do besides shop as well as shop. Yeah, and they're still doing good, like because uh, they've got bowling alleys and skating rinks and uh, Dave and Buster's. You know, oh, yeah. so there's. There's other stuff you can do, escape room, indoor playground. There's stuff that people can do beside shop that it makes it a place to go that's indoors, especially in like eh, some of these places with crappy weather. Yeah. You know, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to go ice skating in Minneapolis outside no? right now. There might be a polar plunge going on this weekend. <sighs> you don't know what that is, right? Yeah, I know what a polar plunge is. That's where you seal. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. That's where you jump into the water because you need attention. <laughs> and it's cold out. Yes, exactly. It's like, and hopefully someone's raising money for something important. Someone's raising money. It's like a marathon, you know? Mm-hmm. They always try to, like, hoard in some charity yeah, so they right. can do their boring event <laughs> and block traffic. <laughs> what what, what Man, would get pessimist. you... Because I fear cold so much. What would get you to do something like that? 
uh, a lot of money, like a giant bag of money. Giant bag of money yeah. floating in the water that you'd have to come go and grab? And I'd have to keep the bag. Yeah. And it, it would have to have the Scrooge McDuck dollar sign yes. on it so he didn't mix it up with his other, his other bags. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't, why? Why would I do that? No. No, why, why would you do that? That's like a, a kid with like in elementary school that eats a worm. You know, it's like they don't know yet that there's a such thing as bad attention. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, and that never, for some people, that never dies. Never ends. Never, never. Reality TV keeps it going. Celebrity fake dating keeps it going. Uh-huh. Ugh. Yeah, you're right. Oh, boy. TikTok. I don't understand TikTok. Uh, I don't, yeah. <laughs> Were people that much into dancing uh, before TikTok? Was everybody dancing in their living rooms alone before TikTok? No, I don't think anybody was. But then, like, you know, it's like Instagram, you can get, like, a lot of fans off a good joke that people share. But TikTok, it's like, this is the face my boyfriend makes when he's mad. And then they just make a bunch of faces or they lip sync. Yes. Oh, my favorite are reaction videos. Yeah. Uh, Because I've had a couple jokes where people do reaction videos. And it's like, hey, here's someone's intellectual property. That I'm going to watch. Right. And that way I don't have to... That way I get I get the fans. Yeah, they're getting clicks for your stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're, they're getting the attention with your stuff, and it's your stuff. I would love to see some, like, real douchebag, some colossal jerk, like, watch Star Wars and react to it at the end. <laughs> and be like, that's the same thing. That's just... You just stole Star Wars, man. <laughs> and you posted it. And you're like, look, look at how... Brill- that was brilliant. That's a great point. No one's ever said the things I've said about Star Wars before. No, 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 no one's no, ever said that. No, 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 never. No one's ever like, how does that space slug live on the asteroid with no food or water? <laughs> okay, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, when you brought up the uh, thing eating a bu- uh, eating a worm, that immediately brought me to like I don't know, seven, eight years old, hanging out with you know the neighborhood kids, mm-hmm. and one of the kids. We were, we were outside his house, and he thought it would be cool to take a dump. Like, he took a shit outside his house and then was asking us what we thought he should use to clean himself up. And he ended up using a leaf of something that he, like, tore off a, like a tree in his backyard. Wow. That is the strangest bit of... I just... I don't know why that's... It stuck with me because it's so disgusting. Do you ever think, like, where's that kid now? And I bet, like... I bet that's a blocked-out memory. He doesn't... He's like, I didn't do that. What are you talking about? Scotty, you freaking did it. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did it. You absolutely did it. And we've got the leaf in a jar to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, Scotty. I still drive past that house. I can picture it perfectly, and I think about that every time. I think think his family has moved away finally. Probably to avoid the shame. But unfortunately, social media keeps that shame alive. You can find out what he's up to now. Oh, it's so long ago, I don't know his last name. Oh. I would have to search, like, yeah, I don't even know. Scotty Eastside. I don't think that would work. I don't I don't know how I would find him. That's Hey, so you brought up Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I looked at your Instagram. Mm-hmm. You have uh, quite a few followers. And you follow one person. Yeah, I don't like I don't like social media. I stopped. Uh, I, uh, I, 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 it dawned on me that all the people I wanted to talk to, I had their phone numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so I needed to contact people and well I got my own life to worry about so I wasn't I don't care what other comedians are up to sure so I closed my Facebook page 
uh, I unfollowed most people on Twitter except for some that give me news that I don't see other places. Yeah. And then uh, I completely like ditched Instagram because it's just, uh, I, I remember like a, like I remember a scandal got reported on about a comic that I am friends with mm-hmm. and I didn't know about it for two weeks. And I, I thought, wow, I had all this peace of not being stressed out and worried about what happened to this person and uh, you know what he's going through and did he make a horrible mistake? Did he do something terrible? I didn't, I just didn't know. So ignorance was bliss. So I don't know. Ignorance is so. There's no. You know. You have. You haven't experienced the flip side of that. Where, boy, I wish I would have known about that before. What do I need? It was too late. I don't know what that would be. What do I? What do I need it for? Like I've. Uh, like uh, I, I got my own shows. I got my own career. Yeah. I'm not worried about what other comics are doing. Yeah. Uh, I always think. I always think about this with cell phones too. It's like. If someone in your family tragic had a tragedy, and uh, you you find about it out about it in minutes now. Yeah. But in the old days, like I just got to go around. I got to go about my day, and then when I got home, someone would sit me down and be like, "Joe, this horrible thing happened." Yeah. You know, so even the way we get new, it's like it's just a constant source of stress. I'm like, "Who is this? What's wrong?" You know, and uh, that's true. I if I know, yeah, I mean, it's that classic. If I'm getting, if my phone is ringing after a certain time, that's bad news. Yeah, yeah. And especially, and I've had that happen within the last couple of years, where it's my mom calling. I'm at work. Mm-hmm. It's nine o'clock in the evening. Like, uh, this, I, I know this is going to be bad, yeah. but it's my mom. I'm going to have to. But I'm in this setting. Mm-hmm. Oh, everything about this is bad. Maybe it would be better if it just waited another hour, or you know, or when before we had the instant access, and you know. Imagine like when people had to call like an office. Yeah. Hey, can you track down blah blah blah? It's an emergency. Yep. Yeah. I remember. I mean, I'm I'm 42, so I remember sure. all, all that. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just this constant source of stress. Try to minimize it if you can. People are so unhappy these days, and honestly, it's made me happier to not uh, not have that in my life. Yeah, that's refreshing to hear. Yeah. And uh, it is a good lesson, and I need to do more of it. I get. I, I do good for short amount of time, short amounts of time is what I'm trying to say, and then yeah, I know people who put the down. app that controls how long they're on it, or the uh, the people that get the flip phones. That's right. And just maybe just, I should just stop doing it. Just stop it. Like maybe what I should do is like give you the control of my phone. You mm-hmm. know, like a parent. Like you tell me how much, how many hours I think I sh- you should I should have each day. Well, that'll only work till Sunday because I'm leaving here. <laughs> but I'll do it. You could do it. You can do it virtually. So uh, one of the many things I watched, listened to, et cetera, uh, researching uh, before I was going to talk to you, and absolutely one of my favorite things is the uh, roast battle you did a few years ago with Sam, who we've already mentioned. Oh, Sam. Yeah. Uh, Sam had the big advantage because he's like legitimately a terrible person, like no (laughs) scruples whatsoever. And I'm just, I was like a sacrificial lamb. He asked me to do it. I didn't want to do it. I never did roast battles. I don't like roast battles. Because it always seems stupid to me to write jokes about a person the audience doesn't know and that you're only use once. Yeah. And uh, I knew comics that like basically threw away a promising start to a career to focus on these roast battles. And I'm like, well, that seems stupid. But uh, he's like, come on, Joe, it'll be fun. And my strategy was like, I'm going to lose but agree. So when he said things about me, I'm like, you're right, I could... I could lose some weight. You're right. right I do like that. fudge. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it tastes good. What's not to like? You... Right. 
You seemed a little uncomfortable, and of course, all the uh, all the people that were the judges were said the same. I I got a sympathy vote. I lost two to one. Yeah, and I like sympathy votes. Sympathy has gotten me a long way. Right, Nikki Glaser gave yeah. you a sympathy vote. That was yeah. nice of her. That was nice of her. Yep. Uh, did you? You know, I've talked to other people who've done those roasts. But, um, did you guys help? I mean, you didn't help him write his jokes. Did you? I heard from other people like Sam is bouncing jokes off of everyone like weeks in advance okay, that's what i'm wondering and like what are you doing i'm like oh i don't care so i'm gonna lose and that'll that'll be fun sure uh, I, yeah i assume you guys hung out the rest of the night and kissed and made up everything was okay yeah they no had like a feelings. cool after party uh sometimes i think these shows are like more about the after party for the the network or the streaming service, or the these festivals. Really? They're just like, hey, this is an excuse to have a party. You do a show, and the show's too early. The show's always too early, and then... What do you mean? Like, too early in the day? Well, like, too you early? tape Rose Battle. Like, hypothetically, I don't remember when we taped Rose, Rose Battle, but it was definitely light out. And it's like, uh, you tape it at, like, 6 p.m. in Los Angeles, when you should probably tape it at, like, 9. Sure. And then you have, like, all this... You have more time to party. <laughs> so like, you say they do that on purpose. I tape my half hour in New Orleans. Right. It's not the best comedy city, I, I would say, because it, it's like a place where you go to party and get crazy and sure. not pay attention. Yeah. Also, like I walked, it was in June, I walked one block from my hotel to the theater and I was sweating so bad that my hair's like super. Oh no! It's like it is now because I didn't wash it last night because it was zero degrees. Sure, but it's like it was just like greasy. It looked terrible. But, oh, no, uh, like and I sweated so it. much. Yeah, you can't yeah. get them to change that. They're still doing them in New Orleans, aren't they? I, I don't know anymore. I, I I don't know. I don't see much on Comedy Central besides like reruns these days. I don't. It used to be so much. I mean, I much some, more, more honestly, content. I sometimes forget it, it exists. Me too. Yeah, because uh, it has it, changed so much. Remember, you would turn it on. And it was stand up. It used to be. It used to be great. Cause it was stand up all the time, and it was mm -hmm. like, I must. They must have shown Mitch Hedberg's presents a thousand times. I probably watched it thirty or forty. Oh my god! The, uh, yeah, F fifteen years ago. Yeah. probably. Oh, constantly. Dimitri Martin's. I watched a, a whole bunch. You know, I watched the Nick premium Swartz's blends. First one. Yeah. So many times. Yeah, Dimitri Martin. Oh my goodness. Yes, I definitely watched that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it used to be a comedy channel. Now it's like an office rerun channel. I don't get it. But yeah. Look, I don't have their problems. It's hard to compete with the streaming services these days when when people are cutting the cords. So maybe they're just doing their best. I, 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 I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. So how did you think uh, last night went? Last night was fun. I I was just in Albany. It was like 10 degrees, and I was in Buffalo the week before that. It snowed 18 inches. And, like, we had, like, 17 people come out in that snow. Albany, uh, I just did the Friday-Saturday, but it was it was good. But I kind of feel like here they're just used to they're just used to the weather. So they, they oh, come yeah. out. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless the, unless, it's, uh, unless the roads are unpassable. Mm -hmm. I mean, a little snow, I mean, cold, whatever. Yeah. Dress for it. That's what's that's that's the that's my answer. Just dress for it. Yeah, and then you come inside and uh it it felt like a regular good night. People were in a good mood. I guess we had maybe 50, which a pandemic Thursday, that's not that's not bad. Wednesday. Joe. Wednesday. Jeez, I keep thinking it's Thursday. Even better. This is one of the only clubs that does a Wednesday through Saturday run. I know. I get a lot of Thursday through Sunday runs. But, yeah. Uh, but that's cool. Yeah. Would you, speaking of that, so it is becoming more and more rare. Would you prefer that more clubs go back to having 
full weeks? Do you like just going in for a weekend? I I like spending a little bit of time in a place because I hate traveling. Okay. So I think I'm, I'm more of an outlier on that. Okay. I like doing the Thursday through Sunday. I kind of am interested in the Wednesday through, uh, through uh, Sunday because maybe like Tuesday's an easier day to fly into. Sure. Uh, then, uh, and I thought maybe Sunday might be a little better to fly than, than, than Monday. But uh, I like being able to headline for more days because I get to learn a little more, get to try a little more. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like you're you're there and gone so much right now. But I, when I when I started comedy, I started this club in New York called the Comic Strip, and people the old comics used to tell me like in the '80s they go to three or four every night, and the comedy cellar still kind of goes pretty late, but uh, I think it's hard to get people to go out and stay out now. The uh, the country's a little older. People have less disposable income. Uh, Especially just, this year. Like yeah, that. it's just uh, it's a whole other thing. It's hard to get people to, to go out. I mean, except if there's like just booze involved. You can always get like that. When I see like a beer ad with like 16 friends playing beach volleyball, I'm like, how do they do that? Like, other than like a college fraternity, I don't know who could possibly get that many people together. Many people. You have a day off? You have a day off? We all have this off? No like little league games or, you know, high school, you know, you're not kidding. Graduations. It's just. How do you do that? We're trying to. We're, we're even up to last night. We're trying to reschedule a uh, Christmas uh, gathering that we didn't get to do back in December because someone uh, got married. And <sighs> going through that yeah, every weekend, it's like, well, but we have this, and well, then my daughter's got this, and then well, this person's got to work. Yeah, and that's just like maybe eight people mm -hmm. to get together. Yeah. That's why, like, I don't know if they do bigger shows around Minneapolis, but like, there was a club that used to make you 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 bring ten people. Yeah. I'm like, 10 people? I couldn't get... If I told 10 people I was getting married in two weeks, I couldn't get 10 people <laughs> to come. Like, I don't, like, who would do that? <laughs> like, I need, 10 for, I need 10 people's evening and money. That's, that's a huge ass. Okay, well, speaking of that, people... Uh, I didn't... I've been married twice. I didn't do it either time. That doesn't make me better than anyone, but people do these destination weddings. Oh, I didn't yeah. do it because I... I mean, many reasons. Finances. But... Uh, People do that and then expect people to show up. Yeah, I, I almost think that's like a good thing. That gets me out of right. Like, I've got a great excuse. It's like, no, I'm, I'm banned from Alabama. I've got too many warrants. <laughs> you know, I can't go. You know, something like that. Yeah, right. Because uh, I, I, oh, that is that is a lot. Uh, if it's a destination destination wedding, like where they're from, yeah. to me that's a little bit of a, an outlier. I. I can understand that, but when they're like, no, we just want to go to Bermuda, I'm like, well, that's going to cost me $4,000 during a recession. Exactly. So, like, I don't want to do that. Uh, so, I'm going to fly in for like a day or two, do everything that you want me to do, and then leave? Oh, yeah, I'm going like... to give you a whole bunch of attention and a present. Yeah, and a present. And then I have to fly back. I didn't even get to like go to the beach. Yeah. It just sounds horrible. Congratulations. It's, all, it's also, it's like, oh, there's an open bar, and I'm like, I'm not going to, like, I'm... That's cool in your 20s, you know, but like I'm not going to drink $100 of booze anymore because it's free. Brandon, does that sound like a challenge? <laughs> I didn't say I couldn't or wouldn't if dared. I say I wouldn't do it at a wedding. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Also, I guess it depends on the price of the booze. Like that could be one shot of some things. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you know. 
75 year whatever yeah i don't know i'm not into that stuff but yeah yeah exactly yeah it'd be wasted on me i don't know um so there they have these when i was looking stuff up about you i just wrote like in my google joe Mackey, and then it'll do like it'll try to autocomplete yes right i hate that yeah Uh oh do you have you look like you don't like what i'm gonna say or something no i don't care okay uh and then one of them, like the fifth option down, said Joe Mackey illness. I was like, illness? What? And uh, yeah, the look on your face, you're like, what the fuck well, is he I talking about? Right? So I clicked on that link, and it's one of these, uh, it seems like, I don't know who puts these sites together. Oh, I know what, I know what kind of thing. It's like a bio. That are like, the, it's like an auto-generated bio, yes. and most of the stuff is wrong. They it also, has to be. They also do them for income. Yes. And once that I had $14 million, and I'm like, you're off by almost $14 million. That's how stupid. And I'm like, you're going to get me murdered, dude. Someone's going to think I have money, and they are going to be so disappointed. And it's going to be on the news. They're like, he was murdered for like $34. What a senseless crime. We know you have it. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, well, originally from State College, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, and this is completely, you can tell it's like uh, computer generated, like it just pulled this from here, this, this, this. I, I just love mm -hmm. it. Uh, Joe's an American stand-up comedian and television personality. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. He's appeared on a number of well-known comedic shows, including Last Comic Standing. Well, we definitely know that's true. Uh, Does it say anything about the illness? Like, what illness do I have? We're, oh, we're going to get there. I'm curious because I, I, has everyone been hiding it from me? You're going to be diagnosed. Like right, my right. doctor said I could stand to lose a few pounds. <laughs> like that's all, that's all I know. They wanted me to bring it up and this is how. This is how. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it would, we thought it would be better to break the news on a podcast in, in Minneapolis degree weather. From a stranger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it has your full name, Joseph P. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gender male. That's true. Okay, good. Has your date of birth, uh, zodiac sign, uh, b b b current residence, New York City? On um, close. Close. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's got a height and weight. What does it say for weight? Okay. You want to know? Yeah, let's. 171. Holy crap, that's out of date. <laughs> Jeez. I am 40 pounds heavier. That, that should tell you something right there about the internet. You can't believe what you, what you read. And then this one, I, uh, as I was looking through this, I'm like, whoa, it says shoe size seven. And then it says UK. Oh, I, I yeah. <laughs> I'm like, seven? Is he a little boy? What the? No, he doesn't have I, sevens. I, I wear 12s. I have like uh, yeah. uh, um, unusually large feet for my height. So I, that, that would be. Quite the opposite. UK. Like, how do they get? Why is it in UK? It's in pounds. Well, I guess that makes sense. Not kilograms. Because UK uses pounds too. Huh. What do they start with shoe sizes, like negative five? You know, this is like temperature the other day. It's just the measurements make no sense. Like, we should switch to Kelvin. You think so? Absolute zero is zero. There's no negative numbers because now we're dealing with this negative crap. Yeah. It's all based on the, the, the temperature that water freezes and boils. Correct. And that's stupid because that changes at different altitudes. So the whole, the whole point, it's like... It's like here's this one measure of temperature that only works in specific circumstances, or here's this this other temperature scale that's absolute through the entire universe. Yeah, I like that one. No, let's do the stupid one with the negative numbers. 
doesn't make any sense. We're used to the negative numbers here, but they don't make sense. No. Especially when they factor in, well, the wind, well, you know, then it actually, then they do the feels-like temperature. Oh, the feels-like, yeah, that. You know what? Maybe we should just stick with feels-like, because that's really what we all want to know. Right? Yeah, it's also weird. I'm like, if it feels like, if it feels like zero and you can spend an hour before you get hypothermia, is that with the feels like or the actual? I'm curious. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, we got something to do after this, I guess. Plus, like, who decided the feels like? Right. They're like, ah, it's 20 out. Yeah, but Carl says it's like 10 with the <laughs> wind. I know. No one else were like, you're right. Feels, feels like is subjective. Yeah. By definition. A, yeah. Some what? people. Here, touch my sweatshirt. What do you think it feels like? I mean, yeah. I some people like. Some people like it when it's like 75 in a room. And I'm like, this is just hot. I like it when it's 68. Yeah, yeah. No, you know? you're, you're absolutely right. And we're just, we're like letting the complainers have the temperature. <laughs> well, often we do, you know, go the lowest mm. common denominator, the uh, squeaky wheel. They get everything. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we, got, we got a few more details on your life here, Joe. Um, did, you go, did you go to Penn State? I did. You did? Yeah. Did you graduate graduate from Penn State? It doesn't say I did. You did or not. Okay. I did graduate. Uh, okay. I got a useless college degree. What is it? It's in media studies. Okay. What uh, did you think you were going to do with that? I never thought I was going to do anything with it. I wanted to just get a job. I wanted to get go through college so I could check that uh, uh, college graduate thing on. Uh, so uh, it never it never mattered to me. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people are like that, and then they're. Sorely disappointed. Our generation is like that. Yeah, and they're sorely disappointed when they find out that doesn't really help all that much. And you spend a lot of money, and here you are. I just checked the balance this week of how much I'm still paying on my student loans. Yeah, it's a, it's a big... Uh, mm-hmm. I wish more people blamed the colleges. Because when you have an unlimited... When you have unlimited funding that you're just giving to 17-year-olds... There's no incentive to cut costs. That's why they've had so much academic, uh, they've had so much bloat, especially administratively, where they just spent, like, my college has, like, three quality health club-style gyms now. Like, I'm like, what are you, what are you building all this crap? The, well, the band has its own building. That's to get better football players. Yeah, like, I, I guess so. Yeah. It's all about football. I don't, I don't even, I mean, you know, those guys, they get brain damage. I'd stop watching that. You know, they said they fixed it. With the tent, but <laughs> That's right. I don't trust that tent. I think that tent's just smoke and mirrors. They're what like, are they doing in that tent? You go in the tent, and they're like, hey, get back out there. And you're like, all right. <laughs> it's fixed, everybody. We fixed the CT. We fixed it. There's cartoons on a TV in there. That's what there is. <laughs> yeah, and they check and see if they laugh at Tom and Jerry or something. That's probably what it is. <laughs> Get on back out there. High success rate. Better than my shows. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we'll send him some clips of Joe Mackey's uh, stand-up at Acme this week. Uh, okay, now we're going to get to the, to the meat here, Joe. Ready? Okay. When you were a small child, you realized you had a fondness for satire. What? Is that correct? Uh, you know... Uh, I don't know if I would ever put it that way. I was Who kind would? of, a, I like to joke around a lot, but that is like, that is a sentence that no human being would ever write about a small child. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's like, when Joe was three, he had an affinity 
for pooping. Like, yeah. It's like, what? Why would you say it? Why would you say it like that? We thought he'd we thought he'd do it forever. He was so into it. Yeah. Just, you never knew what was going to pop up. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> in addition to Kevin Nealon, he was an avid fan of Norm MacDonald. That is true. Okay. Yeah. When he left for New York, he was certain he wanted to pursue a career in stand-up comedy. Jokester Joe Mackey made a name for himself in New York. Well, there's some alliteration. That's good. Oh, yeah, it is good. Uh, by appearing on shows like Late Night at Comic Strip Live and Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, hold on. Wait. Bu- bu- bu. And then... I've never... I don't know what... Oh, late- no. Where's the... Where's the the part about the uh, uh oh my goodness? Oh, did, did they just sucker us in with? They that, might have just sucked us in, and I didn't illness clickbait. I no, I had oh son of a gun. Now I can't find it here. That's oh, okay because there is boy. no oh, there is boy. no illness. There really isn't. That that's that, it did say that, and then it was like the truth is there's no illness. His you know what it was? It was like his friends tease him that he has some sort of illness, but he doesn't because it, it oh. was blaming your voice. On some sort of illness. Oh, okay. That's what oh, it was. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'm not getting it word for word, but that's the gist. Oh, of it. that's just okay. Is cool. I'm saying that you have that your voice is uh, is from some sort of illness, but the truth is he's perfectly healthy. Oh, I was wondering about that. I was like, because no one would miss me, like if I died, you know, like it wouldn't be like if uh, if Tom Hanks like just stopped making appearances, people are like, where the hell's Hanks? <laughs> you know, is he sick? Not me. That is not true. No, there was a whole people. podcast based on keeping you around. That's true. That's yeah. true. Come on. And I keeping s- Joe is all about that. <laughs> the funny thing was, like, two of the other people <laughs> left because uh, like, we were just all on the road so much, and it didn't make sense to do. That's another person that's been on this podcast quite a few times. Phil, Hanley. Phil, Phil Hanley. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Phil's one of the one of the funniest. He's uh, uh, stuck in Vancouver right now. So oh, okay. Uh, but uh, he is a great comedian. Yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, yeah, he was here in the last year. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, he's good. Um, so I uh, I mentioned it when it first came out and I never watched it. But just in the last week, I watched Sam's uh, documentary, Full Capacity. Yes. That you appear in. Yes. Uh, Sam just, uh, he brings a camera with him everywhere all the time now. and uh, he Still to just, this day? Uh, mo- not always, but a lot of the time okay. it's just content, 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 content. Sure. Uh, and uh, I was happy to do it, but I'm also like, I'm also a little reticent. I think there's too much behind the scenes stuff, and that makes comedy boring. Interesting. Like I don't want to know everything that goes on. I don't want to know every detail about everybody's life. Uh, so I, I, I think it's great that he does it. Uh, it's just not something that interests me all that much. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Very interesting. I uh, towards the end of the documentary, I don't remember who said it, but someone says, "Well, now that COVID's over." Oh yeah. <laughs> and I don't know when. I mean, that was filmed sometime in twenty twenty one. Must mm-hmm. have been like the summer, probably last year, fall. Yeah. When we thought that that was a two statement f- that was true. Two weeks to flatten the curve. That's. I gave it that long, and I'm like, all right, back out there. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, you you can't predict the future. No. So don't try. I hate I hate that when people ask me to make. Who do you think is going to win the election in twenty twenty four? I'm like I don't care, because it's not twenty twenty four. Right. And a million different things could happen. Mm-hmm. Like like it could be like I always think, when like concert tickets go on sale like nine months in advance and you have to buy them are gonna, they're gonna sell out and you're not gonna get to go. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna buy a ticket 
for something nine months in advance because I might not even like rap music anymore. <laughs> you know, like, why would I? I'm just not. I could be into something totally different. I just uh, saw someone uh, complaining that their concert tickets that they bought over two years ago, the show to go see uh, Reunited Rage Against the Machine, uh-huh. has been postponed again. Oh, man. I mean, you could die by the time the sh- you know, show over comes around. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. Uh, they, are, they, are, uh, they are back at it. Uh, getting, getting, that, uh, getting that money. Um, yeah. Uh, it's funny. I was supposed to be here. Oh, that's I right. I think in April of 2020. That's right. And then we moved it, and then we moved it, and then we moved it, and we're just like, "Fuck it, we'll get back to you." I, like, not that they did anything, not the club did anything wrong. It was right. just like, you, they kept moving the goalpost as to when we were going to get our freedom back. Yeah. And it just, uh, it, uh, it's still kind of only half back. So uh, it's just been a bad time for everybody. Yeah. How not, that, uh, not that that's the worst thing that happened. The worst thing that happened was probably like a lot worse than that. We we could come up with a few things a if we spent things. some time thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, absolutely. How is uh how's the rest of your I know you just said you don't like to plan ahead too much, but as far as your career and booking dates, how is that looking right now? Uh it's good, but it's precarious because things still get canceled, still get sure. moved. Uh yeah. uh you don't know what new restrictions going to come up. You know, if Rage Against the Machine is having their dates canceled and they draw a few more people than I do, it can happen to anybody, you know? I just bought uh, Weird Al announced he's going on tour. And once oh, again, is? I have bought tickets again. It's okay. going to be late. Like, it's June or July of this year. Cool. I've already bought my tickets. Nothing can change my... Joe, I people that listen to the podcast uh, have, have heard this, but my I have three daughters. Uh-huh. My youngest was born... Uh, over two years ago on a day that I had bought tickets to go see Weird Al like nine months in advance 10, 11, 12 months in advance maybe mm-hmm. and it's you know the due date of the baby the concert I'm like, there's no way there's no way they're not going to happen on the same day mm-hmm. they happened on the same day and I still went to the concert good for you good for you my daughter was born very very uh, like early in the morning like you know just mm-hmm. at midnight and then the next evening I went to that concert with my two older daughters she wouldn't. It did not stop me, Joe. She wouldn't want you to resent her the rest of her life. That's right. For being born on the same day as the Weird Al Yankovic concert. That's right. And I bought a T-shirt with that date on it. And now I have it. It, uh, it remembers both of those special days. That was. It's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's nice to see something work out. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Still happily married to the mom of that uh, baby, and baby's doing great. She's two and a half now. It's great. Two and a half. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't know about Weird Al yet, but will. You know, uh, I hope that things are back to normal by the time she, like, hits five or six. Because this is a tough time for little kids. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we could spend uh, 24 hours, the next 24 hours, talking about that. I got a lot of opinions on that. Because well, I probably kids. got, like, ten more minutes in me, so get it all out. <laughs> no, we got like, Don't worry about that. We're not, yeah, we're, we're not delving into that, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't worry about that. We're not going there. Absolutely not. Uh, it's like high school teenagers. Like, it's like my senior year springs. That was like the only fun year. That was like the only time I was like, oh, I don't, I don't hate school so much right now. Why did you hate it? I don't like having to be somewhere on someone else's schedule all the time. Yeah. Where you're like, I don't know. I learn better on my own. 
and uh, it just seemed like a big waste of time. You just you're just sitting there going at a snail's pace. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. And then uh, your senior year, it's like I was so almost like I never took study halls. I just scheduled as much as I could to be done. So my first half of the year, I had four classes. I was done at like noon, and the second half I had two classes. So I was done at like before like 10:30. Jeez. And uh, then That's I like had a college schedule. I had modified school day. Yeah. Uh, and it was like the best cuz uh I felt like I had some freedom. I was like almost an adult. Yeah. And like these kids like the last couple of years it's like they can't even like go outside. <laughs> and it's just like, man, that sucks. There my I took one of my daughters to this like uh, uh she's going to start high school this fall and we took her to this thing last week like an orientation deal and this girl showed us around gave us a tour of the school she's like yeah i'm in six different clubs i'm in blah 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 i do this sport i'm like six clubs so like you're at school every day before school oh yeah for like two hours oh wow and i stay after and after school every day I'm like how did well that's too much that's the kind of person that's going to be like jumping in the water when it's zero degrees out <laughs> just always got to be doing something that's true yeah you're right yeah. You're right. She probably has one scheduled for this weekend. I, I, yep. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, well, we can uh, we can put a bow on this thing now. I, um, th- uh, you know what? I have one more thing I want to say about uh, my guy Weird Al. Do cool. you see yeah. you're going to do a, a movie about him? Yes, it's it's a biopic, right? Yes. Yeah, that's interesting. And Dan in Harry Potter, Daniel. Oh, Radcliffe Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. Is going to play Weird Al. They couldn't get. Isn't he British? They couldn't get an American. Uh, maybe he has a good American accent. I'm, I, I'm sure he does. I always thought that was weird, though, when there's, like, a British person that's doing American and American person that's... We have a lot. It's like, it's like we went through those whole countries, and, uh... Yeah. Because sometimes it's really bad. Uh-huh. Uh, like, Sean Connery is notoriously bad. Yes. Like, uh, I mean, because I'm a Highlander fan, and he's supposed to be... The Spaniard? Yeah. And he's just, no, he's just Scottish. <laughs> and then he's <laughs> the Irish cop in the uh, Brian De Palma Al Capone movie uh, about the, the Untouchables. Task, Untouchables, yeah. The, and uh, he's, he's Irish, but he's Scottish. You know, he doesn't even try. He didn't even try. I kind of like that, that he didn't, he didn't try. It's me. Take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah. it's like, this is. You got Connery, everybody. <laughs> you got what you pay for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, people need to come see you this week at Acme while they, they should, have a chance. Yeah, they should definitely come. Uh, Follow uh, you on social media. If you want, uh, because I don't look at it all that much. But go ahead. But you know they do. Yeah, and that's when I that's where I post. That's, that's the only thing it's good for. It's, like, good for uh, finding out about events. Uh, so... Uh, great. It's good for that. There you go. Don't there write you. any mean comments, though. I'm nope. not reading them. <laughs> you don't like the show. Keep it to yourself. How about that? <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> well, we'll end it there. If you don't like the show, keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thank you. <laughs>